You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to a, an additional edition of the Five Star Zone. <laughs> Rico Beard, Evan Jenkins. Evan said he wanted to talk more stuff yesterday, and I said, Evan, you're the man in charge. Let's get this thing going. And and very quickly, Evan, you want to feel old? I I already did this morning when I woke up, but... (laughs) Ten years ago today, Michigan State plays North Carolina on the battleship. It almost feels like that was a little longer than ten years ago. Yeah. But what a great... I mean... Listen, the outcome wasn't what Spartan fans wanted, but the photos that you got from that game are some of the more incredible sport photos you'll ever see. With that sunset, and you, you know the photo I'm talking right. about, Draymond's in it, I think Adrian Payne's in it. Still one of the biggest sports regrets of my life. President Barack Obama's on the ship watching he, front row. I'm watching as he's shaking everybody's hands, and there's an empty seat. That was my seat. <laughs> I did not go to the game. I got credentialed. I did not end up going to the game. Biggest regret of my life. Imagine the things you could have been doing now. You might have been golfing right now. You don't even golf, I don't think. But you know what? President Obama's like, hey, you want to play around? Are you saying no? Uh, You're like, you know what? All right, I'm in. Like, come on, man. Pick something better than that. (laughs) Do I look like Tiger Woods? (laughs) Barry, do something better. Listen, I don't care. I don't care anything about politics, but I've always said if I had a chance to meet any president whatsoever, like, that's bucket list. You do it no Uh matter what. I get some people won't do it because of past presidents, Uh but it doesn't matter. I'm taking that photo. I need to meet him. I I think it would be awesome. You've never met presidents before? No. I've never. The only time. We worked in the building next door, and this is when um, Obama was, I don't even know if he was elected as the Democrat that was running. He was there, right? I left. The closest I was is I rode behind his buses for 12 miles to the Oakland County Airport. Three. Yes, it was. Yes, No, I met three. Oh, you met three presidents. Yeah. Oh, good. But I'm sure people did not sign up to hear that history lesson. Not at all, but all right. <laughs> it, it's fun. I want to talk, but we didn't get to talk about the actual games that are happening this weekend. Okay. And I think, um, in my opinion, Michigan State is the most important one because they control their destiny still. Right. So let's talk about that game in Maryland because at the start of the year, the younger uh, Tua, Tua's brother, I'll never be Talia. able. To, yep, I'll never be able to pronounce his last name. I'm sorry. Very, very sorry to all Tunga the Maryland Valola. fans. Yeah, Tonga Valola. See, it, it doesn't. It doesn't come off right. But early this year, this kid was winging it all over the field. He was doing what Purdue did last week, essentially, to teams. Mm -hmm. What has changed with Maryland? Nothing. He's still slinging it all over, except for he's down his top receiver. Okay. I think it was the Iowa game. If you watched that game, it was – he fumbled the ball, and it was was bad. You, you, You immediately knew because he just dropped the ball. 
because he went to grab his ACL his, uh, yeah, or Achilles he, or something. When you do that, it's yeah, he, he non-contact. Uh, it it, it okay. was not pretty whatsoever. So, yeah, he, they they lost their main guy, uh, Dante uh, Demas. Okay, now and he was a top wide receiver at the time. He was one of the top wide receivers. It's it's, it's very similar to you know Michigan State losing Reed, not Naylor. Like he was the guy. Now the other guy, Rakim, has stepped up, and I just like him because his name's Rakim. Uh, solid name, solid. Name. Eric B and Rakim, but yeah, he stepped up. They still sling the ball around. Okay, the, nothing changed. Nothing changed when this come to Maryland. Uh, he, as a matter of fact, he's the top quarterback in the in the uh, Big Ten, stat wise. All right, so I guess I should ask this question first: What is going to change for Michigan State then, in order to stop that? Well. Uh, the thing is, he's got a lot of Adrian Martinez in. He's thrown 18 touchdowns, but he's also thrown nine picks. There it is. Okay. And what's going to help Michigan State? A uh, little bit of little bit of God, a little bit of weather, a little bit of a wintry mix. So it's going to make the playing field not a fast track. Maryland's built for good weather. Maryland Maryland would flourish like in the Pac-12, where the weather's always good and the track is dry. Supposedly wintry mix, a little rain, a little slow mixed snow mixed in there means more of leaning on the run game, and that's not really Maryland's forte. I mean, they're leading back, you know, it's got five hundred yards. Which is great too, because in years past, that was Maryland's game. Yeah. They could rush the ball. They could rush right. the ball. So that's the thing that's gonna probably hurt Maryland a little bit is the fact that they can't they don't have uh they don't have that guy that can really get them over the hump of running. So uh, if that's the case, I think that's what's going to help Michigan State out. Along with Maryland's defense, Michigan, I, Michigan State will get a reprieve. I mean, the unknown, like playing Indiana, top defense, Michigan, top defense, and Purdue. Most people didn't realize how good Purdue's defense was. Yeah, their line is very good. That kid that you guys have been speaking of. Collected. George Karloftis. He's a man out there. George I mean, Karloftis. And, and I'll be honest with you. his position. If the draft was, you know, today, yeah, I, I would get uh, Thibodeau, the, the DN from Oregon. And with the second first-round pick, I hear, like, Doug and Gator, like, oh, you got to get a quarterback. Dude, go get George Karloftis, and now you got bookends? Are you crazy? Yeah, he just looked like a high motor guy. That he, he is, he was going to win his matchup. You always hear that. He's, he's only at Purdue because his mother lived there. Like, yeah, it's like some weird thing. Like, I don't know if he's adopted or whatnot, but yeah, she just happened to be from West Lafayette. So he's like, well, That's I'll just right. play for Purdue. Right, exactly, and and. <laughs> but that that's a dude that wins his match right well like, where when you get to now you get to Maryland and you go from a top 10 top 5 i mean it was like Indiana's like top 25 Michigan i think was top 25 Purdue was top 25 now now you drop down to like 80 so and, the Maryland defense not that good and they're not a good team at stopping the run so it's a good time for them to get back to getting right. I mean, it's hard to say with one loss that you're not right, but they were not right after that Purdue game. So it's a good time, you think, for yeah, this, it should open this up, game. Yeah, it should open up lanes for the receivers. Uh, you Maybe you get you get to see vintage Peyton Thorne. We haven't seen vintage Peyton Thorne since probably Rutgers. No, because you've seen Peyton Thorne as soon as he, like, 
gets to his second read, he's like, oh, man, I'm going down. Yeah, or, so. oh, I need to step up, or I need to start well, creating. They need, they need plays to develop. They, they don't really right. hit the quick slant play. It's just weird. I, I, it's I, the flea flicker. It's a, Basically, it's either you throw it out in a bubble screen or you go deep. Yeah, I would love to, to after the, the season's over in the pregame, is to hear the offensive coordinator kind of speak about that, why that was never really – that really hasn't been incorporated into the game much. The only routes that are – under 15, they're still out routes. Right. The only, like, it's why for the last couple of weeks when they've hit the tight end, the tight end's been wide open because teams are saying, well, you don't throw here. So, well, and that might be a thing because the kid from Minnesota, he's playing more now. The car, Malik Carr. Malik, yeah. Malik and, Carr, no, and, he was actually from Purdue. And, okay. So, he's from Oak Park. That's right. Who's the kid? Oh, Tank was the Tank kid Brown. From, that, from Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. But he's starting to play more as a, Actual tight end Gillison. I mean, I guess that guy he doesn't. I think Gillison's just happy to with be there. MSU degree. Like some of the kids. I mean, he looks happy on the sidelines. Yeah, you know what? I mean, for Gill- Gillison was one of those guys. He never got his body right. And okay. to coaches, that means that you're really not interested. You know, you, you come in with a little baby fat, and they expect it to be gone by a year. Mm-hmm. Still there. Right. So okay. So now, any? I mean. I know we don't talk about injuries, but any updates at all on anything that that no, you are aware of? Nothing, nothing that I know of. I mean, I, I think Naylor, Naylor's probably going to be gone till at least. I think the earliest you may get him back is Penn State, or you might see him running as game. a decoy against Ohio State. No, because you don't even think that's a possibility, no, huh? Because why waste a spot? Right, and it's and it's you know, I'm assuming if he's got a cast on his hand can't really hide that right well that's what i'm saying and and if it is broke you can't even like a glove isn't gonna protect no it's like oh well you, you just wear a glove it's like dude the second you catch a pass you're done well i'm saying even as a decoy like just being out there running routes but any kind of contact because you're gonna have to block at some point yeah you know what i mean and yeah you gotta so, get your hand up in there it's gonna be this is where, i mean the wide receiver room is filled with a lot of people this is a chance this game to actually get some Better guys. You saw Foster out there. You saw Christian Fitzpatrick catch a few passes last game. Malik Carr got more involved. So I, I think now you're going to have to stretch the boundaries to see what else you got in the room. Maybe, I mean, I don't know how many games Keon Coleman has left before he can't, you burn his red shirt, but this is where you you, you need guys to kind of step up and, and catch the ball to give uh, Reed a little bit of help out there. Um, but yeah, I, I think that this is where you turn around and you hand the ball off and to Kenneth Walker the third, and and you kind of increase his Heisman because that, that's what I was gonna say. Eat and go help yourself. Yeah, I mean he. We'll think about a, you. a bad day for him last week was 150 yards and a touchdown. Isn't that crazy? And they stopped going to him. Yeah. So he he probably could have had 200 yards in that game and at least another touchdown. But I re- realized they had to pass to get back into the game. So. You look at Walker, this could be a game where he could kind of solidify and and take the pressure off himself so Ohio State and Penn State doesn't have to be these great games because he did it against Michigan and people saw the follow-up. And even though they lost, he still, I mean, through the straw poll that the Athletic has, you know, Bryce Young had a horrible game against LSU. Like, nobody's standing out. And he had the only standout game with 200 yards and five touchdowns against Michigan. That, yeah, I, I think 
even though he had a fumble in the in the uh, Purdue game, I think that he's still the leader in the clubhouse. And it's weird because, you know, we always laughed, oh, the September Heisman. Like, no, this is a real Heisman that he's going this for. This is November and, and there's three games left. So it's show it's show me now. It, if if he gets he gets a over a buck seventy, buck eighty and a two, three touchdowns, I think at that point it's his. He yeah, would, I mean, because with a quarter, have, but think about it, because a quarterback can go out there and throw three picks and he's done. Oh, a, but absolutely. as a running back, you know, against if, if that's the case, then against Ohio State, which does not have that great of a rush defense, he picks up a hundred yards and a touchdown against Ohio State, and the same against Penn State. You know, he he, he I think he get. I don't know if he'll hit two grand, but he, I think he would have enough that. He would be your Heisman Trophy winner. And if he does it against Ohio State, it's another national TV audience that yeah. everybody gets to see the kid again. I mean, but, you got Gus Johnson saying, hello, New York, when he scored that final touchdown. They're buying in. The national media is really starting to buy into him. I mean, they had him on the college football playoff show that first week. I mean, he's no joke. But now we got to talk uh, real quick about the team that's going to Happy Valley, and that's Michigan. They play at noon. Um, is there any weather expected there that you're aware of? Um, I know that would favor Michigan, in my opinion, because I like I know Penn State likes to throw with Clifford a little bit, but they run the option. They're they're almost identical teams, if you ask me. Just one has a better record. Uh, well, the fact that I think for Michigan, you know, the status of Blake Corum, the status of Andrew Anthony, are they going to be playing in that game? If so, how much? Now, the good thing, <clears throat> the good news for Michigan is. You got Hassan Haskins, and you saw he was able to carry the load. I think he could be an every-down back, but, you know, Michigan doesn't need him to be an every-down back. They're like, okay, we can go ahead and platoon him, but he was fine. Now, what you don't want to happen is, you know, if he goes down, uh, you may be in a little bit of trouble. Right, and you just got to hope, I mean – Penn, this is Penn State season, isn't it? I mean, they got two games left where they can really prove that they can do something. I mean, you got to think about it from James Franklin's point of view. Has he worn out his welcome in Happy Valley, and is he trying to get himself another job? It's going to be hard for him to get another job at a big-time program, losing to Michigan and Michigan State down the stretch. But the spread, I think, is is in, interesting to me, and usually I don't care about those things. But I believe Michigan had opened as the favorite. Mm. I, don't know, I just looked up the rain because you asked me. Yeah. Looks like uh, showers in the morning, then partly cloudy in the afternoon. So sounds like the first part of the game could be could a 51% be. chance of rain. So, so but, that, but that spread, right? It is now Michigan is back to being favored, right. giving them a point and a half. What what do you what do you anticipate happening? Is it going to be that close of but, a game where it's a no, pick I, I think it's one of those. Man, it reminds me a lot of Michigan State Purdue, where you got to ask yourself if you're the number six team in the nation, why are you flirting with the point spread for being an underdog to a favorite to an underdog to a favorite? Why isn't that spread fourteen points? Well, yeah, I mean, Penn State, I mean, they're 6-3, and three, but they haven't lit the world on fire by any means. They're 6-3, and three, but they had their, their quarterback goes down. They had that weird game against Illinois, and then they lost to Ohio State, and they, can't, they gave Ohio State everything that they had. 
I look at this Penn State team, and you know the quarterback is now uh, he, he he's 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 back to being himself. He's uh, Sean Clifford. He's confident, is what it looks like. He's back. He's one of the top five quarterbacks. I think he's number four in the Big Ten when it comes to passing. Uh, you know, sixteen touchdowns, six interceptions. Jahan Dotson is he, going to be a problem. And he's the one that I'm curious about because, I mean, you you got to imagine. I mean, you saw it with the Michigan State game. Daxton Hill is going to be lining up over him. And so can the other. Daxton Hill has shown that he can be beat. He's right. good, but he can still be beat but deep. You got Clifford, who's a mobile quarterback that always gives Michigan problems. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got a running game that's not great, but they're okay. Uh, I guess probably their best back is is Noah Kane, and he hasn't really statistically put up like no, any he, kind of crazy numbers. No, he hasn't. But their defense is very good for Penn State too. They're giving up sixteen points a game, just yeah. like Michigan is. And I mean, it, what's going to come down to is very simple, Evan. I think Penn State will get more touchdowns. Michigan will kick more field goals, and that's been. And then Michigan does that stupid quarterback shuffle that. You know, they keep telling me, oh, it's a good thing. I don't see how this is a good thing. J.J. throws. When he's out there, it's kind of one of those, okay, well, since I'm here, I got to make the most of it. He throws a lot of ill-advised passes. It's exactly what it is, Rico. It is exactly that because he's a five-star. He knows he has to – or I, knows is the wrong word. He thinks he has to prove himself every play. Mm-hmm. When in reality, you prove yourself Monday through Friday. I'm pretty sure about that one. Some kids will come out in games and perform. But, J.J., there's still a reason you're not starting because you're not the best option for them to win right, right now. Right. And and that's what you're seeing. So It's another – I mean, dude, and that's a tough place. You, have you been there or no? Oh, yeah. That's a tough place to yeah, play, right? Yeah, they got to right? stripe the stadium. I mean, Michigan caught a break that the game is not at night because I don't think they would have won at night. But – those fans are crazy. It's it's the only game in town, so everybody's going to be there. You're going to have over 100,000 people in all white, except for the 50-yard line. You're going to see them in blue. Oh, yeah, they're doing it like their helmet. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Clifford, you know, Clifford can pass the ball. He will find the open receivers, and he will run to pick up the first down if needed. It's gonna, it's going to test the Michigan's defense. Um, I, Yeah, this, this is a game, man. You know, maybe first team to 24 wins. Well, and I'm wondering if Penn State is watching both Indiana and the Michigan State tape, and they're going to run fast, right? They're not going to let Michigan change on them. No, And they have the personnel to do so, don't they? Yeah. For Indiana, I mean, they tried. They just don't have the personnel on Right. No, you just got to know that you can't do the substitute. And, you know, you catch Michigan in a lull when they're trying to do their big shift change because – and then that's when you hit them with the free plays. Mm -hmm. And – you know, State caught them seven times. Indiana tried to do that. They went tempo a couple times and caught Michigan sleeping. And I'm sure Penn State's going to do the same. You're going to have the crowd behind you. And, yeah, it's, it's it, you know, if I had to put my money on it, I'd probably put the money on the Nittany Lions and the money line because, you know, Michigan doesn't travel well and win games. Yeah, and it's, it's it does seem like these two teams, and I don't have it in front of me and I'm just going off a recent memory, but I feel like they don't play close games. Like when they play, one team just beats the crap out of the other. Well, no, and had, I, I guess I'm just kind of going back to like Saquon Barkley days. No, they've had a couple games that went to overtime. They had the one here at the big house that went to the last minute. It was a while ago. But I remember 
Uh, I think it was Bill O'Brien's first year. The game went to triple overtime. Okay. Penn State won. Yeah, I'm just thinking like the year if Saquon. Penn State, if, put, if Penn State kept, gets a lead, that crowd's going to get loud. Yeah, and it's, it's going to get overcome. It, it, and I don't know if you can overcome that because I do think the, I think the crowd helped with Michigan State when Michigan State was coming back. That place got loud, very it was, loud. It was the loudest I've ever heard it, probably ever. Maybe it's going back to the Oregon game. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Like, no, wait, no, no, I like take it during back. the game, the Nebraska game, it was loud because they caused Nebraska to have like ten false starts, and that was early on, and it kind of and it faded. But that was more of a, a constant toward the end of the game. Like I'm thinking, there might have been a few like after the game, after a big win, but that's a different kind of cheer. So I do get what you're saying, but I'm ready for the games this weekend. I, I appreciate you stopping in early to talk uh, about them. I felt like we didn't get a chance to really talk about the matter at hand. No, we week. didn't. And and real quick before we uh, take it, uh, Caleb Houston for Michigan basketball, that's probably your freshman of the year. Um, Good player. He, the stat line's up, not there where he put up massive points. Well, he started the game off red hot. And, he, you know, it's between him and Musa Diamante, you know, they Michigan, man, Jawan Howard, he, he's got something. Now, I, I need to see them when they play up against a really good team because they allow Buffalo to get back into the game late. Buffalo cut it to, I think, as close to five with like six minutes to go, and then Michigan ended up extending and winning by 12. But I need to see them going up against a good team. Yeah. But I think Howard, I, I, I've said it before, I think it's going to be Michigan and Purdue are going to be the, the two teams in the Big Ten this year that everybody's going to be chasing. And I, I'm excited for it in Houston. Like, I wanted, I usually can find a player on Michigan's roster that I'm like, okay, I can appreciate him. I don't have to necessarily hate him. And I thought it was going to be him until that very – he went up for a dunk. It got blocked. And in my opinion, it hit the backboard, got lucky, and went in. He's staring down that kid like he just dunked on him and stuff. And yeah. I'm like ah. – Freshman, man. I ain't you know, dealing with that. That's freshman. I ain't dealing with that. Got to give him that. Um, and now my question for you. Okay. Michigan State wins this week. Will Rico Beard be hopping in his car and driving to Columbus the next week? That's a great question. I didn't – I would have to get credentialed. Well, I'm, I'm saying you get credentialed and all that. You know what? So it's a complete hypothetical, but does Rico Beard I, go to I, Columbus? I'm, st- I'm still debating that, to be honest with you. That's – I mean, only because not that anybody cares, but only because my I, my truck can't be driven that far. Oh, okay. Because I'm still I'm waiting on a part, so oh. I only take it back and forth to work. Because your your co-host from two to six says you know that that athletic director. I'm sure you can hop on with those guys. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I don't know if they, if they win, and maybe so. But then again, in 2015, I had the same dilemma. Because they got the same schedule from 2015. Home against Maryland, yep. at Ohio State, home against Penn State. And at the final second, I decided not to go to Ohio State because Cook was hurt, they had backup QBs, and the weather was crappy. And because of that, I didn't go, and they won. So maybe maybe I need to stay my butt at home for them to After win. After hearing that, I'm going to flatten your tire that Saturday morning right. if that's the case. You're All not right. going. All right. Well, thanks for listening to uh, another segment of the Five Star Zone. We'll be back Saturday for instant reactions unless 
Evan has a baby shower or well, you know something what? like that. The Michigan one can be posted as long as it's done by oh, about right. five. that's right. You're not going to the Maryland game. No, I'm going right. to a little comedy show. My man Bert Kreischer is okay, at Fox. Okay, so yeah, I'll be, the doing, Fox. This, I'll so, be doing this solo again. Worst case, um, they will be up early Sunday morning. So when you wake up and you still want to hear more about the game, it will be there. All right. Until then, keep subscribing, and Evan and I will be back soon next week.